Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Doctor Movie, the only show brought to you from the highway, driving in my car, talking about movies that I love or that I've recently checked out. Uh, I just covered Nemesis, and we lost Albert Pune, uh over the weekend, and I just kind of wanted to do a little tribute with some of my favorite movies that he's done. So Nemesis... Uh, I thought was a good starting point. But now I'm going to get to my favorite movie that he made. We've covered this one on Hail Ming. We, as a matter of fact, it's one of the earlier movies we did. We did the this movie and Beastmaster together, which are so similar. I mean, obviously the story is a little different, but the feel of the movie, uh, the whole adventure theme, uh, it, it's got a lot of similarities even from a horror aspect, because you got Don Coscarelli doing uh, Beastmaster. So there's uh, some creatures in it that are very horror movie related. And this movie's kind of the same. Uh, you've got a knockout cast in this movie. Uh, it's just a great, great adventure fantasy flick. Really, it's, it, it's very possibly my favorite. Uh, I do like Beastmaster as well. Uh, love the Conan stuff too, but there's something special about this one. Even in its weaknesses, there's a there's a charm to this movie. You can credit that up to Albert if you want. Um, and just to give you a perspective of what Albert was able, able to do, uh, this movie was made for, I believe, uh, $3 or $4 million dollars. And it made like forty million, right? So he knows how to take a little and turn it into a big gain. That's really what makes him what he is, and just such original ideas. And he he was greatly overlooked, and um, you know, in, in a world of of big budget films and stuff, uh, this guy is one of the best of making lower budget movies and making them pop. So uh, that's, again, kind of why I'm, I'm talking about this. These movies are such a part of me growing up. Uh, they're just a part of me. And, again, I, I, I can't give enough credit to, to Albert being able to create these films that have just stayed with me my entire life. Uh, getting back to the cast, you got Lee Horsley in this playing Prince Talon. Right? So Talon is our hero. How tough of a name can you get, right? Talon. You might as well just name him Chuck Steak, right? It's about as tough of a name as you can get. Um, and he's your typical uh, kind of mercenary guy running around just doing whatever he can to get by, uh, whatever pays the bills. Got Kathleen uh, Beller in this playing Princess Alana. And... I kind of feel for her in this movie. Watching it now versus as a kid. Uh, you want to talk about... And I don't want to sound negative on this movie at all. Because I know we're reflecting a fantasy time period, right? But your women were pretty much... You just lusted after them, right? And that's the problem with this story is... No matter who she runs into... All they want to do is get in their pants. Even talent. <laughs> All right? So, good guys, bad guys. 
for her perspective, they're probably all the same, right? Because all they want to do is get her naked. Which, you know, when you see her, you'll understand why. Uh, you got Richard Lynch. Come on. In the 80s, when you needed a bad guy, you called Richard Lynch, right? That's just who you called. He is the epitome of 80s bad guys. He plays Cromwell in this movie. Uh, he's a, a king over a land, and he's wanting to take over King Richard's land. And uh, he's fought King Richard several times and has failed. And so what he does is he goes and he conjures up, I guess you would say, a wizard slash demon, right? And this demon is played by Richard Mull. That's right, from uh, Night Court, or take your pick of whatever you, you want to pick him from. But he plays Zusha, right? He's this lizard-like person, uh, monster, and he has powers, and Cromwell is wanting to use him to help him overthrow Richard, and that's kind of the whole point. So, I gotta say, the opening to this movie is one of my favorite openings ever in a movie, and it's basically Cromwell and his group going into a cave. They take a, a witch with them. She does this ceremony. There's this tomb setting there, and the tomb is covered with faces, and they're all made out of stone. And the faces look like they're all in agony. And the witch starts doing this ceremony on the top of this, this tomb. And when she does, all the faces turn to flesh. And they start screaming out in pain. And it is horrific. I mean, again, there's, there's so much horror elements to this movie that gets overlooked. Anyways, the tomb opens up, and you see Zusha come out of it, and, you know, Cromwell and one of his guys kind of questions, you know, hey, we've summoned you back from hell. We're not even sure that your powers are even capable of what we're wanting to use it for, so, you know, Zusha has to sow his powers, and he literally, from across the room now, he holds up his hand these big gnarly hands that he's got and his fingertips turn into like mini lightsabers <laughs> and from across the room he rips the heart out of the witch and catches it in his hand so unlike Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom where the dude sticks his hand into your body and pulls the heart out he don't even have to do that Zusha just holds his hand up there and your heart flies out and goes into his hand so he's got quite a bit of power um, so as the story goes on uh, Cromwell uses the power to defeat Richard and we find out that Talon is the son of Richard and he's trying to avoid the big battle and Talon uh, is trying to go save his mom. His dad's already been executed and he goes to save his mom and he sees his mom get executed as well and he's got this sword which for the majority of the movie, you don't even see the thing. This is this is one of those things, too, where the artwork that you see on the cover, you actually do get in this movie, right? Everything that's on that cover happens in the movie. And I, I think that's pretty cool, too, because it's very, very, you know, uh, Frazetta-looking, you know, artwork. So it's like, wow, you know, they, 
besides the muscular tones of some of the people. Other than that, everything else happens in the movie. And, uh, anyways, he's got this cool sword that's got three blades on it. And the blades on the outsides, he hits a button and they will fly off and just like bullets or a spear will hit their target, right? So we get to see this in action when he's a kid. And then it just kind of cuts to him running away and staying in hiding for a long time. And that's when he becomes this mercenary. Uh, but he is the rightful heir of the throne of King Richards. Then it kind of flashes forward to quite a bit to where Cromwell doesn't need Zusha anymore. So he stabs Zusha, throws him over a cliff, and leaves him for dead. Only problem is it didn't kill him. So we get to see a cool scene that's in this, I don't know, I don't know if it's like a hell, but it's a cave that Zusha's staying in and he's recovering and it's been about seven, eight years and he's building up his strength and planning his revenge on Cromwell. At the same time, Cromwell is just taking over land after land and doing his business. So when it comes down to it, there's another prince and his sister, which is the girl we was talking about earlier, Princess Alana. Uh, supposedly the people are wanting him to become the new king and rightful heir of the throne, but but Richard's in the way. I mean, uh, Cromwell's in the way. So the, you've got that internal battle going on. And when it comes down to it, uh, they uh, Cromwell kidnaps the prince and has him in a dungeon. So she hires... Talon to go save her brother and she offers 200 pieces of silver and then 500 pieces of silver but he settles on one night alone with you to do whatever I will. So there you go again. <laughs> Bunch of pigs. <laughs> but that's kind of the deal they strike the bargain with. So off we go. Talon is going to break into the dungeon and try to save the prince. And for the most part he does a pretty good job, except at the same time, Princess Alana's been kidnapped as well, and Cromwell is planning on marrying her, and that's going to make him the rightful heir of the throne and kill the prince and not have him in the way. There's your backstory to everything that's happening. Um, from this point on, Talon goes in, does what he can. The only problem is <clears throat> he does a good job. You think he's going to get away, but he breaks into this one room, and there's Princess Alana laying down in there, giving her a massage, getting her ready to be married that night. Catches Talon off guard, and he gets knocked out of a window and gets captured. Uh, there is a scene where he meets Cromwell face-to-face, -face and he realizes that this is the guy that killed my mom. Now, Cromwell has gone off the deep end, and he thinks that Zusha is everywhere. Around a corner, under a bush, it could be any person. So he thinks Talon is Zusha. So he's wanting to fight him. And uh, But Talon doesn't have the sword with him at this point. He's got just a regular old sword. And Cromwell's sword is way more powerful, and it just breaks right through uh, Talon's sword. They capture Talon. They plan on having him crucified, kill the prince, marry the, the princess, and take over the land, right? So this all builds up to um, another lady that ends up getting the prince out of there and saving him. And she 
goes out and finds the people that work with Talon. He's got a ragtag team as well that hangs out with him. She gets them together, and then a few other recruits. Captain Morgan, you gotta like that, right? And uh, they all team up together, break back into the... Well, I love this scene, right? Because they do this, this thing where they all get together, and they're gonna go to the castle and save the day, and it immediately cuts to them being in the dungeon, trapped in one of the cells. <laughs> so, it's got some, some humor here as well. And, uh, but they're planning on having Talon, he's got, they got him crucified, they got him nailed on this big cross, well, an X, uh, for the, for the, the term back then. They're having this big celebra celebration for the wedding. The current, uh, leaders of the surrounding lands are all there too. So this is a, a big espionage thing where Cromwell's going to have them all killed there as well and take over all this land at the same time. But the leaders of the land notice that this is Talon that's that's tied up and they know that he is responsible for saving the kingdoms before. So, you know, they know something is up. In the meantime, um, trying to avoid the wedding, uh, there's a, a person that follows Cromwell around everywhere and his name is Micah. His second-hand man, right? Well, I'm going to end up giving this away, but Micah is Zusha. So when this all gets said and done, Talon is crucified, got, his, got the nails through the hand, and he pulls one of the nails out with his hand out of the wood while they're having the ceremony of the wedding, yells out to make everybody stop, and then everything is on from that point. Now, at this point... There's some women that work, uh, I don't know if you'd say waitresses or just waiting on everybody. That would be a waitress, I, I know. But it uh, seems like they're a little more eye candy. Than it. It's almost like they're Hooters waiters, I guess you'd say, for the time. But they go down the, in, the, in the dungeon. They've got the key. So while everybody's distracted with the wedding going on, they're going to release all these people down there, which is the rebellion, and they're going to come help Talon stop everything that's going on. So you get this huge battle, um, which is pretty awesome. A lot of good sword play, a lot of good action. And then you got where Micah grabs the princess and tries to take her to safety, but he takes her down into this, almost, I don't know, it's underground, it's in a cave. And he tells her that uh, he's going to be in power and she should do everything he says, right? Now... Even though her name is Princess uh, Alana, she's pretty much a nut kicker, right? She kicks everybody in the nuts. She goes to kick Zusha in the nuts, and it doesn't do her any good, right? Well, Micah. And then Micah does this transformation, which I'm going to say is as good as uh, the werewolf transformation in the howling, right? He literally just splits his head open with his hands, and Zusha comes out. It's a great transformation. Scary as crap. Gross as crap. It's awesome, right? So, with it all being said and done, you get Cromwell coming down there, you got Talon coming down there, and Talon has to fight both Zusha and Cromwell, even though Zusha is trying to kill Cromwell. So you got this confusing kind of battle going on. And uh, 
I'm just going to leave it there, right? And let you see how this finishes out. So this movie is on Tubi. It's a great fantasy flick. If you love the the adventure fan, fantasy flicks, I, I give it a 5 out of 5. I think it's a lot of fun. It does have some weak spots just because it's 1982. But I'm telling you, this movie's got everything that you want out of this kind of flick. If you like Beastmaster, you're going to love this flick, right? And again, Richard Lynch is the bad guy. You can't go wrong. So it's on Tubi. I highly recommend this one. This is a great movie to understand what Albert Pune was, was capable of. Um, so check it out. Check it out for yourselves, folks. All right, that's it for this episode, folks. We will check you later.